Welcome to Overflow, the podcast exploring what is and is not inherently visible about those who build with Webflow. I'm Matthew Munger from the Webflow community team, and in each episode, we highlight the unique perspectives, passions, and experiences that fuel the creative mind of our guest. From London in the UK, we're joined by community manager at No Code Ops, Claudia Cafeo. Claudia is a well-established leader in the community, not only with Floxies, a tech community for women, but also in No Code, where she connects people to each other, new roles, and to realize their full potential. In this episode, we'll discuss using creative expression to process anxiety, finding non-design and dev-related entry points into tech, and how community is the ultimate resource. Featuring Claudia Cafeo, this is Overflow. Hey, Claudia, thank you for joining me today. Hey there, Matthew. Thank you so much for having me here today. It's a pleasure to see you again. Why don't you quickly start off by telling us a bit about yourself and who you are? My name's Claudia. Perfect pronunciation there. I'm from Italy originally, but I live in London, UK, and I'm the founder at Floxy's Community, an international community for women in UX, UI design and Webflow development. And I also work as a community manager at No Code Ops. And where are you located? I'm in London, UK. So this is going to be my 10th year here. And I have to say, you know, I'm a proper Londoner now, but I'm having a tea with milk and we were having this conversation earlier on. This is not something that I would have done 10 years ago before moving to the UK, but now I have to have my afternoon tea with milk. (laughs) And it, it has been great being here. I moved because of work straight after I finished uni in Italy. I was looking for opportunities abroad. So I used to be a primary school teacher actually here in the UK. That was my first job. And I actually flew over to the UK to present for an interview. That kind of thing where your mom asks you like, oh, where are you going? I was like, oh, I'm going to London for the first time. And she's like, oh, for how long? I was like, I don't know. And 10 years later, I'm still here. So that was <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, quite a big of a trip. Poor mom. But no, I absolutely love being here. You know, it's a big city full of opportunities and very multicultural. So I get to know and meet people from all over the world, which is kind of what you do in community life anyway. But I mm-hmm. have the chance to also do it in person, which is amazing. What do you like and enjoy about living there that's kept you there? Just the people, you know, just diversity and meeting people from all over the world and all sorts of backgrounds. So every Saturday, I also play football or soccer. And so it's amazing because it's kind of another community. It's like a drop-in session. So people, it's for women. So women are free to join every Saturday and they're all coming from different countries. And so it's, it's fantastic. That's what I love the most. I feel like whenever you meet somebody new coming from a different background than you, you start growing and it's a learning opportunity and it's a growth opportunity for you and so I love that so much about London and people come with food and I love food uh, being (laughs) Italian and so I love the fact that I can eat sushi on a Monday curry on a Tuesday Turkish food on a Wednesday whatever you name it it's here I love it so much 
Another great thing that I love about being here is the possibility to go and visit museums for free. All the time, every time, all the museums are free. There are so many of them. And so one of my favorite one is the National Gallery. It's an art museum. And whenever I'm looking for some kind of inspiration or just like I need to find myself again, if I feel a little bit lost, I just go there and immerse myself in art. And I love it so much. I just go there and sketch sometimes and it's beautiful. What is your workspace like? If we were to sit in your chair at your desk, what would we see? <laughs> it's quite tidy because I'm a true believer that a tidy, clean space around you also translates into tidy, clean minds. I have to have tidy space around me in order for me to function properly. Yeah, if you were here right now, you would see a white desk, kind of nice little air plant, which is a kind of plant that no doesn't need soil to survive. It just lives in the air, but you have to kind of look after it, sprinkle some water every day or give it a bath once a month. Once a month, <laughs> I give my plants a little bath. I have a little rainbow rubber here that I like because it gives some color. Yeah, have my no-code banner at the back, my RGB unicorn, once again, to spark some creativity. <laughs> Couple Funko Pops that I'm, you know, collecting. One of them being Xena, the warrior princess. She's mm -hmm. my ultimate protector in the room. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, I have my monitor, my laptop, and I'm trying to build a kind of decent uh, setup for, for streams, which I do twice a week now. When you're not streaming and you're just maybe kind of doing focused work, do you like to listen to any music? Yeah, I do. Actually, in my Discord server that I built, I integrated a music bot that plays lo-fi music 24-7. And so whenever I'm working, I get the best of two worlds. So I can still be in my Discord chatting to my community members and mm -hmm. listen to music at the same time. So I always have that playing in the background when I'm doing focus work. Sometimes, you know, I'm also listening to metal or <laughs> it depends on which mood I'm on. But yeah, if it's a weekend, maybe pop music, dance, like ready to go party, but wow. it really depends on my mood. Yeah, I pretty much look like the lo-fi girl on YouTube the, with the window and the rain all the time. <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. much that's a nice image. What are your hobbies and kind of interests? I like to think that I've always been quite a creative person. I've been playing the piano since I was five. That's kind of another mean of communication for me. So a while back, I tweeted about this, but people might think that I'm super social because I'm always online. But actually, mm. when I'm not talking to you or, you know, streams or other people asking me about what we do, I'm very quiet. I don't talk that much. And so one way for me to kind of express my feelings is either via drawing or playing instruments. So like the piano is my kind of second heart. So another funny thing about me, I have dreams every month that I would become something different. So me dreaming, I'd become a DJ or a music, you know, dig digital um, EDM composer. That was my, <laughs> one of my dreams. This month in particular, I'm obsessed with gaming. So I went back into playing my PS4, gonna upgrade to a PS5 gamer girl this month. And I was <laughs> like, maybe you should start streaming about that as well, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what so. game kind of brought you back in? Horizon okay. Forbidden West. So beautiful. And so you like drawing physically with the pencil, but you also draw on the iPad. You also do digital. 
I think it was during the pandemic as well. So many things have mm. started during the pandemic, you know, fluxes. And, but another project of mine is called My Anxiety and I. I draw little sketches of me and what I think is the representation of my anxiety because I struggle with anxiety a lot. And so another way for me to cope with that and process that is by a drawing. And so I sketch mm. these little illustrations on the iPads. Every now and then I post them on Instagram or for now individual posts because basically what happens is when whenever I'm experiencing anxiety I try to think about it in a way that makes me laugh or makes it funny for example I'm not a huge fan of flying and because of my job I have to fly a lot but I get super anxious whenever I do and mm. so one of the sketches I think it's me sat on the plane with by myself and then as soon as the crew says right now you can fasten your seatbelts as soon as I do that that movement of clipping the seatbelt, my anxiety uh, appears sat next to me, sunglasses on, like ready to travel. <laughs> and so it kind of makes it comical mm. and funny to me and it helps me get through it. So you personify your anxiety and yeah. kind of separate it out from you. Interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. like a se separate character. It's like this gloomy, gloomy, friendly figure next to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> gloomy, friendly figure. So often with anxiety, I have anxiety too. And it's once we actually like process it, what it, what is actually kind of the worst thing that can happen? And it's like, that's not going to happen. And you're able to kind of say, okay, this really isn't that bad. Why, why am I feeling this? Why am I, why am I kind of freaking out on the inside? Yeah. Yeah. Mental health is a biggie. You know, that's something else that I wanted to make sure that I would talk about in my communities and that I mm. would set up a space. At Fluxes, we use Gather Town, which is kind of a yeah. 2D pixelated game where people can build their offices or whatever you need it for. And so we built our headquarters there. That's where I stream from every Wednesday. But I also built a kind of area for mental health. And that's a space where I know that if somebody's going there, they just want to have a chat. They don't want to talk about design or work or anything. They just need to talk about something or they just want to stay by themselves for a while. But I wanted to make sure that we had the space for that as well, especially now that life has kind of shifted behind the screen. Sometimes you just need to have somebody to talk to. That's really great. What is something that would surprise people to learn about you? Interesting question because I'm quite transparent in everything. I used to do karate. Is that surprising? I'm not sure. I love dancing. That could be surprising because I completely lose it. I'm a true believer <laughs> in work-life balance. And so on a Friday, that's when my laptop's off and I'm unreachable because I'm having a good time somewhere else. Yeah, I, I, love, I love being a little <laughs> dancing queen. What about anything from your life in Italy? Yeah, so I was brought up kind of traditional, traditional style. And so life was different a while back. And so Sicily is the island where I was born and it's a beautiful place. You know, I always go there every summer for holiday and that's the only way that I would go back for. But growing up there was a little bit tough because very traditional. You kind of have your life ready, packed up for you. And it's like definitely made me into the person that I am today. And so I'm very determined and passionate about what I do. 
I not always had the chance to pursue what I wanted. And so I want to make sure today that whenever I'm meeting somebody, I give them all the means for them to realize and build that person that they want to be without necessarily having to go through all the struggles that I had to go through. And I loved being a teacher, you know, it it was so rewarding. I specialized in autism, so I was supporting children with special needs and I absolutely loved it. It's just during the pandemic, it got too stressful here, especially in the UK. I was definitely on the front line. I unfortunately during that year I lost three of my relatives back home and I couldn't travel back to see any of them and so that crossed the line you know and so that's when I realized okay you know I'm fairly intelligent (laughs) I could try and do something else and that's when I kind of like started studying UX UI design and Webflow after work during my evenings because I really wanted to change my career my life and I just put all my energy there, managed to make it happen, which is amazing. And what I'm doing today, all the transferable skills from teaching are being so useful to me today because I still feel like I'm teaching people or Mm -hmm. helping and supporting people, but on a much bigger scale. Before I was, you know, helping 30 little kiddos growing up and, you know, I was giving them all my heart. Now I'm doing it with 3000 people. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Same heart, but, you know, a much bigger delivery. We're, we're all kids on the inside. We're still, all right? kids after so, all. Yeah. What is your role day to day and how would you describe what you do to someone else? As a community person, I would say that the best description there is that I work as a bridge. So I connect people and that's the part that I love the most about what I do. Because I started Floxy's community in 2021, and I also work as a community manager. And so following the same kind of um, day-to-day life in both communities. And what I love the most is that not only you're supporting people, you're sharing resources, helping them grow, but ultimately you're also connecting them with new opportunities or jobs. When I started Floxies, it was because I wanted to change my career and I wanted to become a designer and I'm becoming a Webflow dev for developing landing pages for games, video games. Especially now that I'm gaming again, uh, that Mm -hmm. kind of dream is crippling up again. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I ended up becoming a community manager kind of naturally. And that's one of the beauties of getting in tech and something that I often speak about as well. Like when I'm talking to women, you don't have to necessarily think that you have to become a full stack developer, a no coder or a designer, you you don't have to think of necessarily a role for you to be entering the tech space because there are so many different shades. And like for me, becoming a community manager was a beautiful shade for me to get into the tech space, right? And there's so many nuances and different roles that people can try. It's just a matter of understanding which one is the best fit for you. What is a resource that you think more people in the community should know about? I feel like Webflow University doesn't get enough love. People always ask me like, oh, what course should I do? I've heard about this course and that course. And I always say like, yes, sure, they're very valuable options. But have you started Mm -hmm. with this basic HTML and CSS? And it's free. And you'd be surprised. Like the majority of people either don't know about it or they haven't. It's a free, amazing resource that everyone should know about before they're embarking into their journeys into becoming a Webflow designer or developer. HTML and CSS, Webflow University, go and do it. It's free. It's your starting point for sure. The the most beautiful aspects of Webflow is, apart from being an amazing tool, it's community. 
right? It's beautiful to see how people from different communities are referring this person to the right places. And so definitely new people should know about this because they're not alone. And so if they let the community at Webflow know, they'll get sorted. It's beautiful. It's beautiful to see. Like if it's a woman, chances are somebody is going to tell them about Fluxies. Or, you know, if it's somebody, I don't know, based in Canada, I'm going to be like, hey, have you heard about No North? It's fantastic. I love that kind of spirit. And all mm-hmm. these communities are full of amazing resources. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the most powerful resource that anyone could have. Who is someone in the community that inspires you? Well, so many, so many people out there. Nelson, he's the OG pixel geek. And so just from watching his videos, you know, his builds, obviously there's so many people out there that I respect and and admire so much. You know, I, I could start mentioning all of them. Colleen, Penny, Mirella, Maria, like all the girls from my community basically are a source Mm -hmm. of inspiration to me, but equally there's Mason from Edgar Allan is a big inspiration to me because he's such a good heart person and he keeps helping people whilst also coming up with all these amazing products and projects. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just respect him a lot because he's a good egg, like what we say here, he's a good egg. What is some advice that you would share with others in the community? Talk. Don't try to do things by yourselves. Start small, but don't try to do it all by yourself. And that's something that I had to remind myself of as well, like all the time. I always try to do everything by myself and sometimes it gets a bit much. You don't have to do it by yourself. Once again, the community is out there. And so you will be surprised by the amount of time that you can save and equally how much faster you can learn just by talking to another person about the issue you're having or something that you're learning about. Just talk to another developer, designer, talk to another person about what you're trying to do, what your blockers are and uh, brainstorm ideas with other people. And so mm-hmm. that's my advice. Claudia, how can others in the community reach out and connect with you? All right. You can find me everywhere. I'm Claudia, aka Spam. No, I'm joking, but um, (laughs) you can find me. I'm very active on social media. You can find me on LinkedIn. It's my name, Claudia Cafeo, and Twitter, C. Cafeo. Reach out. I'm very um, responsive. I love meeting new people. Please go ahead and shoot me a request and let's start chatting. This was an Overflow episode with Claudia Cafeo, produced by the Webflow community team with music by Joseph McDade. To learn more about the Webflow community, please visit webflow.com slash community. I've been your host, Matthew Munger. Thanks for listening.